0: Hello. Hey, what's up? Nothing. How you doing? Honestly? Honestly. I think I'm depressed.
1: I am too. Why are you depressed?
0: Because our world is crazy.
1: It's like every day it gets worse. hmm And scarier. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do anymore.
0: I know. I don't really either. It's kind of nuts.
1: Like, what's next?
0: Aliens are going to invade and take over and be like, y'all... Suck at running the planet, so we're going to do it for you. Or all the Christians are right and Jesus is coming back, like stat.
1: What if Jesus is an alien? Or that. I mean, it's a possibility, you know?
0: Honestly, anything's possible at this
1: point. Anything's possible at this point. I mean, my heart is just broken for just the country, the world in general.
0: It's sad, dark, scary times, and I just don't know what to do.
1: Also, like, I'm scared— I would like to go and peacefully protest, but yeah. I, I'm living with a woman who's immunocompromised and like, I'm still scared of the Corona. hmm Yeah. What the fuck is happening? Like, seriously, what is happening? It's just like, every day is worse. Like, dude, I'm such a positive person before all these riots and protests. I'm always like, you know, it's gonna be fine. We're gonna get back. It's gonna be great. You know, don't worry about it. The other night, I just was like, so depressed.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like you, like, I'm usually such a positive person, and I always feel like the th- something that I can do best is to help, like, put a smile on someone's face, right? And, like, this whole show is us trying to, like, brighten people's day, and life is so stressful, and we're in such dark times, like, we just want to make you laugh. We just want to make you feel good for an hour. But, like, it's so bad right now, I feel bad even doing that.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, I think we have to embrace being the escape,
0: like, I just, it feels wrong to do that, but also that's what, that's what we do.
1: Yeah. One, I'm I'm not knowledgeable enough about what's going on. I don't know if really anybody is, but I'm not knowledgeable enough to really eloquently speak on what's going on. And also, I don't know if anyone's coming to this podcast for deep thoughts from a reality douchebag, you know, like, I just don't think that that's what this is. So I think that I'm scared. I'm, I'm for... Equality, of course, like I can totally empathize with all of this yeah. for sure. Um, okay, let's just try to wipe away all the anger and the pain and the sadness and this terror that's happening around us. And let's just try yeah. to be, let's just try to be, let's just force ourselves to be positive for about 45 minutes. All right, I can do that. Okay, you or me, Sister Anne, I don't know why I said that. We're you bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with
0: Wells and Brandy. Dun, 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 dun,
1: dun, dun, the world is burning around us and it's probably the end, but we're going to do this show because add revenue. Yeah, I was going to say, because <laughs> I, I got a mortgage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have favorite things? Is it possible to have favorite things amongst all this darkness? I don't know, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't um, know. <laughs> I'll tell you what I. I'll tell you what I haven't watched. Yeah. Worst cooks.
1: You know what? I didn't watch last night either. I was watching the news. Oh, really? you know, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch this. This episode. I, I from what I remember and the clips I've seen. I we have to make raviolis and I make taco raviolis.
0: <laughs> is that a thing?
1: No, it's not. They make fun of me They're like, "Wow, how fusion of you, you know, fusing Italian and Mexican together." From what I remember, it was pretty good, you know?
0: So but you're still on the show is what you're saying.
1: I'm still I'm still on the show. You know, Italian and Mexican aren't that different when you really break it down. Because what do you think about when you think about Italian food. You think tomatoes, right? You think garlic.
0: I was thinking cheese.
1: You think cheese, yeah. Pasta. Pasta, yeah, some sort of carb. You think of like some sort of protein like a a sausage or, I don't know, a meatball. Mm -hmm. All that shit is in Mexican food, you know? Is it? Well, I mean, tomatoes, that's salsa. Garlic is in both salsa and guacamole and generally everything. And then tomatoes, that's in both of them. You know, chorizo is basically basically spicy Italian sausage. So I was like, this will work. And then everyone's making fun of you for it. And you know what? That shit was good, bro. And also a ravioli is basically just like a small <laughs> little taco.
0: I mean, kind of.
1: And kind of, you know. I'm not, I mean, I'm not right, but I'm not wrong. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. I yeah that's I, right. I, I didn't watch uh, Worst Cooks, but I'm going to watch it later today. We're getting down to the end of it, so.
0: I know you're, and you're still there. I'm so proud.
1: I know, right? I'm sticking Lost. in there. I'm, I'm holding on for dear life. I tell you what, though, and I'm just I, sucked
0: into Lost.
1: Oh my god. Okay, let's. I'm. I'm you know
0: what? The YFTers love that. No, I'm they don't. Lost, and a, a lot of them have requested updates.
1: No, yes, they haven't. They have, no, five yeah. tweets does not constitute. Okay, let's do it. What do you got? What do you got for me?
0: All right. I think I'm at near the end of season two. Thank god. First of all, Mm -hmm. Kate is in love with Sawyer, which, like, I really wanted Kate and Jack to be a thing. I really thought, like, they waited a whole season to kiss, would finally get a kiss in season two, and it's just nothing. And now she's obsessed with Sawyer? Sawyer's not even that hot. He's just, like dirty and gross i just like don't get it and jack's so cute like jack's gotten way cuter now that we're in season two i don't know if it's because he got like like more rugged living on an island for so long but he's looking good
1: because in the so last was, like, episode cute. you were like i need some more hot guys because jack's done and sawyer's an asshole
0: yeah sawyer sucks but jack's looking cuter jack's looking cuter okay so now michelle rodriguez like swooped in was super important for a while and then boom dead they've blown up the hatch okay so now we're at the- point where the others have captured Kate Sawyer and Jack and they're prisoners basically. And I'm like, how have we been on this Island this long? And this is just now happening. Like they've been trapezing all over the Island and never seen these people. Also, where did the polar bears go that we were so scared of for so long? Like they're just, It's like walking around the island like it's no biggie. Like there's no killer polar bears out there. Also, how are there polar bears on the island? No one has explained that yet. It's just a lot. There's a lot going on. So now we've got these others and we've got this whole town that's living on this island. that has been there the whole time. And there's this like hot chick, like hot blonde chick that's trying to like brainwash Jack. And I feel like they're going to go to pound town. Mm -hmm. But I don't know yet. Also... Remember how Claire's kid got, like, taken, and then all those other kids got taken from Michelle Rodriguez's camp, and it was all, like, they're after the children. Okay, no one's asking about the kids now. Haven't seen a kid in forever. Also, Claire's baby's back, and, like, now they don't want it all of a sudden? I just, I don't know.
1: No, I don't remember that because I watched it when I was in college. Speaking of things that came out years ago, but now we're jumping back on board, Sarah and I are now doing, because we, we've we reached the end of Netflix, so now we're just going back in time. And also, appropriate for the times, Sarah and I decided to start watching The Hunger Games because- Love The Hunger Games. Yeah. And so, you know what? We're jumping into The Hunger Games because one, one, we reached reach the internet, two, want to start taking some notes on what to do. When this all fucking goes down <laughs> to the tubes. Because it's, you know what? We're going that way. That's where we're going right now.
0: Mm-hmm. I got to say, the books were way better. For sure. So maybe take a listen to the book? Actually,
1: read oh, those. Did. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even listen to them. I read them back in the day. That's good. Yeah. I was obsessed with them, for sure. I don't want to, like, hit a sensitive spot because Liam's in this, but. I know. But you know what? It is what it is. So
0: Honestly, he has like a, just a couple lines anyway. It's like not that big of a deal, you know?
1: He's kind of a big deal in the movie. but Just
0: go with it, okay? Go with it.
1: I mean, okay, but I'm just saying he is <laughs> like the third main character. Actually, that's not true. He's like fifth maybe on the call sheet, but yeah. still important. <laughs> we went through the entire thing, and it is a great four-part movie series. But here's my thing. When you get kind of to the end, everyone is in on making Katniss the Mockingjay. And everyone is like in on this plan for revolution. Mm -hmm. Except for Katniss Everdeen. So after they do the second quarter quell and they come back, Katniss agrees to be the Mockingjay and the the figure of this whole revolution, right? Mm -hmm. Then she gets to see Lenny Kravitz Her stylist's notes on everything. And it's like what the Mockingjay is supposed to look like. And, you know, like all the armor and and her outfit and everything. And I'm sitting there being like, if I was Katniss, I'd be like, did everyone fucking know about this but me? My stylist is in on this? But you didn't want to tell me? Like everyone knew about it, you know? Yep. Except for the person that's supposed to be the figurehead. You think that they would be like, Hey, by the way, we're totally gonna do this whole revolution. Are you down or not? Because if you're not, then this is gonna be a much more difficult situation, you know. And all because she's also fighting everything, you know. Remember who the real enemy is. Well, if you just fucking told her what's going on, this would have been fine, you know.
0: It, as, it wouldn't have been as good of a
1: movie, okay? No, I know, but like in my mind, I was like, if she must be like, you guys all must fucking think I'm so stupid, you know. <laughs> Anyways, that was my takeaway from. It. My stylist is in on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, now I want to go back and watch them.
1: Oh, you should. They're great. And then, like in the vein of the Hemsworth brothers. Sorry, this is a this is a Hemsworth heavy show, dude. Have you seen Extraction?
0: Why? No, I watched the preview, and I, but I have not seen it. Is it great?
1: It's so good. Oh, really? So good, and it's not good because it's like gonna win oscars for best acting in the world but it mm-hmm. should win oscars for some fucking choreography of fight scenes because your okay. your brother-in-law's your ex-brother-in-law's brother is doing some keanu reeves shit over here all right he's doing oh. some john wick shit so if you haven't seen, if you don't even know what we're talking about, Extraction is on Netflix. Effectively, Chris Hemsworth, he's like a mercenary who's like a gun for hire. Well, I'll just do this. Tyler Rake, a fearless black market mercenary, embarks on the most deadly extraction of his career when he's enlisted to rescue the kidnapped son of an imprisoned international crime lord. Extraction. So it's only on Netflix. And I will say this. It watches like a video game, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah. I know. I mean, I don't watch a lot of video games, but.
1: It's real fast paced and like quick dialogue and then fight, 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 yeah. fight, fight, quick dialogue, fight, 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 fight. Explosion, 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 fight, 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 fight. It's like that where it's like the whole thing. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. How is he not dead? How is he not dead? You know, it's like that. Totally. Visually, it's phenomenal. I got to give, I got to give some love to Extraction it, and it's on Netflix. I'll probably watch it. We were watching it, and I was like, wow, this is the future of cinema. Because it is mm-hmm. a very expensive production, you can tell. And Netflix just released it on Netflix, you know? Yeah, totally. Do you know what I miss the most? I mean, a lot of things, but I Life miss- pre-corona? Yeah. I miss driving. I really like driving.
0: Oh, I, dri- I drive all the time.
1: Well, where are you going?
0: To see my horses every day.
1: Are you driving fucking down the road? Yeah, but down that's the not, road, that's every not, day. That's not driving, though. I'm talking about like. It's drive. I mean, no, it's a quick drive. It's a quick, it's a quick drive.
0: What, you want a freaking road trip?
1: Not, not even that. Like I love going over the hill. You know, I love, I love going up Laurel Canyon. I love it. I don't don't know why. And I also drive a fucking over 30 year old SUV. That's so slow, but I just love that feeling of like, let's go. You know, like let's put on some music or let's listen to an audiobook and and put, put around the town. I just miss driving.
0: You know, you can still do that.
1: You know what? I should go on a drive today. <laughs> Why uh, don't you
0: go for a drive? I'm going
1: to fucking go for a drive today, bro.
0: Yeah. Take Carl, throw him in, go for a drive. Let's go on a drive. That, you know
1: what? I... <laughs> I <laughs> How have you not thought of this? This is so fucking stupid I am. It didn't even occur to me that I couldn't just go do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pro tip for everyone listening. You can, in fact, go for a drive. <laughs> you could
1: do it. Oh, my God. I'm so stupid.
0: <laughs> I don't think you've watched it at all. Defending Jacob season finale was came out on Friday.
1: Finished it. Oh, you
0: did? Wow. I'm so impressed.
1: I disagree with a lot. of. So, so I watched it after you had been talking to me about it. Mm-hmm. I disagree a lot of the things that you said about the show. Like what? Well, you were like, this is a really slow episode. And some episodes, I guess, weren't as fast paced as others, but of their connectors and stuff. I, I never felt that, like, oh, that episode was really lacking. I never felt that way.
0: I wonder if watching it, because you binged it probably. Yes, I, I did. wonder if having to watch one episode a week made it seem like that a little more.
1: Yeah, that's probably true.
0: So you watched the finale. I did. Did you find it predictable?
1: Okay, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're really thinking hard about this. Well, because
1: I don't want to ruin it for people.
0: I know, I know.
1: But also, I don't care. So,
0: <laughs> okay, so let's do a little preface. If you are planning to watch this show and this finale yeah. and have not yet, maybe tune out for about three
1: minutes. Yeah. When they go to Mexico and the girl goes missing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, of course he's a suspect, you know? Like, of cu- why are you guys so appalled by this? I know. But let's just break it down. Do you think he did it? Honestly, yeah. Same. Right? The whole thing is, is that the pedophile guy totally could have done it, but the fact mm-hmm. that he was coerced to do what he did makes you yeah. think that he didn't do it. But here's the thing. They make him—he's a bad person. The problem is that Hollywood's so good about making— Uh, sympathetic characters who aren't supposed to be sympathetic you feel bad for the pedophile for some reason because it's really good acting
0: Uh uh-huh here was the one thing I couldn't let go of with the pedophile a scene where he's deleting photos of that kid from his phone for sure that is what I just couldn't let go of I was like that to me is the most incriminating thing is that he had pictures of the kid on his phone. The thing about the kid is like, he's just so unlikable. I've been saying this since I started the show. Like he's just not a likable kid. He says the dumbest shit. And if he was my kid, I would be like, you freaking suck. Also, if he was my kid, I would have taken away all of his electronics the minute he was suspected of this crime. Like take away the computer. You know what I mean? Um, because that story, just like, that was the nail in the coffin for him. Was that insane story? How do you write such a descriptive, detailed story about killing someone if you didn't kill them? The
1: one thing that really annoyed me about the thing is, I think it was a bad representation of how, like, the legal system works. So the how it works is the burden of proof lies on the state to prove, right? And all the defense has to mm-hmm. do is make one juror be like, I don't know. And one of the sh- biggest storylines mm-hmm. was that kind con- that one kid who let the pedophile touch him, have him tell the story of, yeah, he stopped paying me to touch me on the outside of my pants because he said he had a new thing and it was mm-hmm. the other kid. It was the kid who died. And they didn't yeah. bring that guy up on trial. Like, I don't understand. That's just terrible lawyering to me. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if I was a juror on that case and I heard that story, I'd be like, "Oh, wait, what? No one even talked about this guy. There's a pedophile who lives in the same neighborhood and walks those trails. Like that guy makes much more sense as a murderer than another thirteen year old boy with no priors, yeah, I do I do think he did it. I mean,
0: I know he just did he just did too many dumb things." taking the knife to school and bragging about it and threatening the kid and then writing the story and watching the weirdo porn. Like it's just too many things, man. Mother's instinct. I feel like that mom knew he, the kid did it. And I feel like moms have an instinct about their kids. You know what I mean? That was another thing that where I was like, I feel like he did it. Second of all, why, why did Chris Evans, why was he not furious with his wife for trying to kill their child? He would just like took her side and was like, it was an accident. It was an accident. It was all good. Let me hold your hand. Let me not get mad at all. I would be furious. I'd be like, you freaking idiot. I'm going to stand up for you and say it was an accident to the police, but you ran into a wall. What is wrong with you?
1: Do you think there's going to be a season two?
0: I watched it with my friend Kirsten. We've been watching it together every week, and I we both were like, what the heck kind of ending was that? And I was like, I feel like the only reason you leave it that open-ended Or like whatever, however they left it, was for a potential season two. But what, I mean, what would a season two really be about? So I don't think there is one. I think they just, I think it's one of those things they kind of leave it up to you to decide. Yeah. Which is both frustrating and also like kind of genius.
1: Regardless, it was just very good. It's just
0: I want to read the book now.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Check out Defending Jacob. I thought it was great. I didn't think there was any weak points to it. By the way, so that kid, that kid was from It.
0: Oh, that's why you look familiar.
1: Last week we were talking about I'm Not Okay With This. That girl is from (laughs) It. And also another kid from, I'm not okay with this, is from It. Mm. It is having a fucking
0: I wonder what moment, that's
1: about. bro. All those kids were good. You know what's so funny is I met all those kids at like an iHeart thing. And I, like when this was years ago. If I only I had known. Because my only thing to them was, hey, who would win in a fight? You or the Stranger Things kids. <laughs> Stranger Things for sure.
0: So there's another show. Yeah. Apple Plus I feel like is. They're bringing it? They're coming to play. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have a new show that I'm going to start tonight. It's called Truth Be Told. Have you seen the preview for that at all? No. It's with Aaron Paul. Stars, oh, Octavia Spencer's in it as well. She plays a true crime podcaster opposite Aaron Paul as a convicted murderer. When new evidence compels podcaster Poppy Parnell to reopen the murder case that made her a national sensation, she comes face-to-face with Warren Cave, Aaron Paul, the man she may have mistakenly helped to put behind bars. Her investigation navigates urgent concerns about privacy, media, and race. Ooh. Sounds great. Starting it tonight.
1: All right. Check it out. I saw two rom-coms that I thoroughly enjoyed. You did? Yes.
0: New ones or old ones?
1: New ones.
0: The, is that a, is a it, are there new rom coms? I feel like that's such a like a nineties and two thousands genre.
1: No, there's yeah, there's new ones out. So the I'm first like, let's hear about them. <laughs> The first one is the Lovebirds. Have you heard about that? No. But Michael Showalter is the director, and I, Michael Showalter is from like Wet Hot American Summer, and he's fucking hilarious. Issa Rae, do you know who that is? Mm hmm. I think she's n- really known for Insecure. That show on mm-hmm. HBO. So she's in it, and then it's uh Kumal Nanjani. I don't know if I said his name right. Anyways, you know Kumal from The Big Sick was like the big one that he did. He's also in Stuber, which is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. The movie is so funny. Okay, so I'll do the I'll do the thing. A couple experiences a defining moment in their relationship when they are unintentionally embroiled in a murder mystery. So here it is. It starts out with like them having to go to like this dinner party and they're fighting over the the dumbest thing in the world oh the fight is over whether or not they'd be good on the amazing race which is a really funny thing and like so relatable for whatever reason because when you're in a relationship the things you fight about are the dumbest fucking things in the world so they're in this they're in this fight they're going to this um dinner party like on the way to the dinner party they basically have this aha moment of like they should break up like their relationship is not healthy in that moment of them breaking up, Kumal, who's driving, hits this biker. <laughs> and so they get out and they're like, oh, no. And the biker jumps back on his bicycle and starts riding away. And all of a sudden, a guy comes and he's like, I'm a undercover cop. Move over. I'm commandeering this vehicle. That's a, a criminal. So they're like, oh, OK. So, you know, like Kumal moves over and then the guy jumps in the car and they race after him. And then all of a sudden the cop kills, he runs over the bicycle guy and they're like, oh, you're not a, or you must not be a real cop. you like, that was just a murder. Then they're kind of like in now involved in this whole thing because everyone thinks that we're murderers now. And then they get kind of like all tied into this thing. And it's very funny. Okay. So check it out.
0: Where do you watch that? Netflix? Netflix. Netflix. Netflix.
1: And then the other one, also on Netflix, is David Spade's new project that he's done with his good friend Adam Sandler. It's called The Wrong Missy. Have you heard about that one? No. Uh, Do you like rom-coms? You're a girl. Girls like rom-coms. Yeah, I do. Okay. I got to say, like, the last couple of Sandler things I haven't really loved, but Mm. this one is really good. David Spade is who he is in every fucking movie he's ever been in, right? And so, like, it starts out with, like, him going on a, like, Bumble date with this girl named Missy, who is Lauren Lapkus, who's fucking hilarious, by the way. It's, like, the most horrifying Bumble date ever. She is crazy. It's so bad that he escapes the date through, like, the bathroom window, right? So David Spade is like a businessman and he's going on a business trip. And when he's in the airport, he runs in to this woman named Melissa, who's played by Molly Sims. So super hot. Right. And they accidentally like bump into each other and they like it, they it's kind of like Home Alone where someone takes the wrong bag. And then all of a sudden they both can't board their flight because they don't have the right passport or whatever. Mm. So then they end up like having kind of like a this meet cute. In the airport, they hook up in, like, the janitor closet. She gives David Spade his number, and he's like, oh, my God, the hottest chick ever. I met her. It was so amazing. Fast forward a couple weeks, he has to go on this business retreat to Hawaii, and he's allowed to bring whoever. And so Nick Schwartzen, who plays his coworker, who's fucking hilarious, is like, you need to bring the Melissa chick from the airport. You have to bring her. So he texts her, and he's like, hey, we're doing this, you know, this business retreat. I'd love for you to come. She's like, I'm there. And then who shows up at the airport, but the wrong Missy. It was the Missy from the bad Bumble date. And then it's like their tomfoolery and the shenanigans that they get into on this business retreat. And it is so funny.
0: All right. You love a rom-com?
1: It's so funny because Sarah loves rom-com and Mm -hmm. she always suggests it. And I'm always like, (sighs) but then we watch it and I'm like, Ooh, that was great. That's what I needed. I needed that I needed that that funny bone tickled. I needed to feel a little a little something in my heart,
0: you know? hmm. Mm-hmm. A nice little feel good film. Yeah. But yeah, we really do need those right now, honestly.
1: We do. Absolutely. All right, Brandy, freaking Father's Day is right around the corner, and finding the perfect present for dad is so difficult for me. I can't even imagine how hard it is for you with your famous pop.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't even know it was Father's Day, so you're one step ahead of me.
1: Best daughter award goes to?
0: Ding, ding, ding.
1: All right, so here's the deal. If you're looking for a perfect gift for Father's Day, I've got one for you. StoryWorth is a fun and meaningful way to engage with the family, especially with relatives, you might not get to see that often. This online service helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's the gift of spending time together wherever you live. So here's how it works. Each week, StoryWorth emails your family member uh, a different story prompt, questions you never thought to ask, like uh, what's one of the riskiest things you've ever done? All right, so we got this for my dad last year, and they completely made this book for us. With all the questions and all his answers, and then you choose what picture you want to put on the front, and then it sends it out to you, and it's the perfect gift for Father's Day.
0: That sounds amazing. Maybe I need to do this for my dad. You know, blood tells some great stories.
1: Right? So give your dad the most meaningful gift this year with StoryWorth. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to StoryWorth.com. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's StoryWorth.com. Slash YFT for $10 off. Seriously, everyone in my family was so annoyed that I got my dad this last year because they were like, that's the best gift ever. So finally got my father's approval. Took a while. <laughs> Brandi, as the weather heats up and the days get longer, Article is here to make your dream patio a reality with weather resistant dining sets loungers and sofas article selection of outdoor furniture makes it easy to create your patio oasis in time for the summer season.
0: I actually, I get notifications from Article because I'm that obsessed. And I got an email saying that they're actually selling like furniture bundles now where they basically do all the work for you and put the furniture together t- to look great without you having to do anything. What a great idea. I what? love Article so
1: much. Yeah, dude. Article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of online shopping. They got fair prices, fair prices. You can save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article is able to keep their prices low because they cut out that middleman and sell directly to you. No showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups.
0: Plus, I love that they have fast and affordable shipping across the USA and Canada. And shipping is free on orders over $9.99, which is amazing. Plus, all in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less. So you get that furniture quick.
1: Yep. Articles offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash YFT. And the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash YFT to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Get
0: you some patio furniture. Yeah.
1: Bruh. I got an axe to grind. I got a bone to pick.
0: Oh, you do? I do!
1: Okay. Pump top soap dispensers. You with me?
0: Isn't that like all soap dispensers?
1: Well, Yeah, yeah. But the, Well, they're just bars of soap, but I'm talking specifically oh, the pump top. Yeah. Okay. So like most of them. Yeah. Is it just me? Or when you get a new pump top soap thing, a brand new one from the store, I never know what fucking way to spin the top of it to unre- to release the spring so it can start pump topping, top pumping. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll sit there and I'll spin it like counterclockwise and nothing fucking happens. I'll spin it the other way. Nothing fucking happens. I don't know what to do. Has this ever happened to you? Because I feel like this happens to me every single time I get a pump top. I can't fucking
0: pump top. Wow. Up. Wow. Uh, you know, there are pump tops on a lot of things like lotion.
1: Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah,
0: shampoo, like uh-huh. lots of stuff. I feel like there's an arrow that says. No, no, no. Turn open. Didn't see it. Hmm. You'll have to test this next time. So you know the whole lefty, loosey, righty, tighty thing?
1: Yep, yep, yep. Does that work? I tried that. I thought, yeah, I got to go left because I want to get it loose. Mm-hmm. Didn't do it. And didn't do nothing. I just sat there oh. spinning it like an asshole. And I'm sitting here in the age of Corona being like, I got to wash my hands. Just took a huge grumper. We got to get this thing fixed.
0: Not many things irritate me more than when something doesn't go lefty-loosey.
1: <laughs> like when I'm like
0: lefty-loosey, righty tidy, and I'm going left, and it's not working, but right works. I'm like, what the fuck? Did they not get the memo that it's lefty-loosey, righty tidy? This is like a worldwide fact.
1: Yeah. Like was this made in the Southern Hemisphere or something?
0: I don't know.
1: Okay. There's so much bad in the world right now that I— loved everything that was happening with spacex
0: oh loved it
1: did you get in on that i was watching all the broadcast
0: i'm fascinated by space even though it absolutely terrifies me yeah but no super sick and i was you know the starlink satellites i've been trying to see those for months and i haven't seen them yet
1: what do you mean like up in the sky
0: yeah there's like this whole it's called starlink and it's this this like a band of satellites that Elon Musk put up into the sky and at certain times you can see it go across the sky and it literally it's like it's like an arc of satellites that look like stars that shoot across the sky. It looks so sick and I've never been able to see it.
1: Well yeah the whole thing is that he's trying to make Wi-Fi available for everyone on the earth. So he's putting up all those satellites. It's a good idea. So I was watching all the broadcasts about it and it's like, dude, Elon Musk, pretty genius. So We haven't sent any human into space, the International Space Station, or ever in the past, I think, like nine or 11 years because we discontinued the space shuttle, right? So the only way you can get up to the International Space Station is through Russian spaceships. And do you know how much it costs to send a fucking human up there?
0: Oh, I can only imagine.
1: $90 million to send one fucking asshole up there. (laughs) Right? That's so much. To Russia.
0: Yeah, well, that's where Russia's getting their money, I guess. No,
1: I know. The fucking vodka-soaked spaceships over there are sending us (laughs) Americans. So Elon Musk was like, I can do this for much cheaper. I went to SpaceX.com like a dork, okay? Uh Uh-huh. And you, they have a rideshare program there. No No way. No joke. What do you mean? It's not for humans yet, but it's for people who want to send up satellites so you can go and say like do you want a lower earth orbit do you want a higher earth orbit do you want it to be in the north you know on the in the northern hemisphere or the southern hemisphere when do you do you want to shoot it up in september of 2020 or november of 2021 how much does does your satellite how much is the whatever you want to send up in the fucking space cost how much does it weigh you can put all this stuff in and then it tells you how much it costs like uber but for space And so So how
0: much are we talking?
1: So I did it and I said, I'm 72 kilograms. So I put in my weight and I said, I want to go into lower earth orbit in September of 2021. One million dollars it costs. If you want that's it. And then you find out that Jeff Bezos, why are all these rich guys wanting to go to fucking space? Oh yeah, because the earth sucks so hard right now. Yeah. Jeff Bezos wants to make a moon colony.
0: So now I'm on SpaceX.com. I'm reading about how they're going to colonize Mars.
1: Well, yeah. So, yeah. Elon wants to do Mars and Bezos <laughs> wants to do the moon. Bill Gates, where are you going, bro? What's happening?
0: I'll go to the moon. Mars sounds a little far.
1: Yeah. It's like, yeah, we can go to Bora Bora, but Mexico's much closer. <laughs> yeah. SpaceX, dude. It's like the it was dragon like, sending
0: humans and cargo into space. Yeah. The Dragon spacecraft is capable of carrying up to seven passengers to and from Earth orbit and beyond. It is the only spacecraft currently flying that is capable of returning significant amounts of cargo to Earth and will soon become the first private spacecraft to take humans to the space station. Ooh, you can even you can even check out the Dragon interior for crew.
1: I watched all that broadcast beforehand. So this is my favorite thing. So they have two they have two NASA astronauts that are f- on the Dragon, right? It's automated. It's Tesla, of course. It's automated. They don't yeah. do anything. They don't. They can manually drive it, but for the most part, it's just a computer system. They were like, "We're gonna put them through critical errors, test their wit." And you remember watching, you know, Apollo thirteen, like all the shit that they had to do and figure out and all that stuff in the simulator. I was watching the thing. Mm-hmm. They have a critical failure. And do you know what the protocol is to fix the critical error? At least in the one part that I watched. It was what everyone does when shit goes wrong with their electronics. It's reboot it. (laughs) Uh Turn it off and turn it back on. And then it was like, you fixed it. You fixed the problem reboot it.
0: It Fixes everything, honestly.
1: Dude, when in it reboot. My brother got me this Margaritaville, not an ad but it should be, got me this Margaritaville blender for my birthday. Mm, Really? If you had asked me like on May 15th, day before my birthday, hey, do you want this margarita blender? I'd have been like, no, I don't fucking need that. Like I've got a normal blender. I don't need this to make a margarita. Also, I like my margarita. what's special about it? (laughs) It's a normal blender. But then on the top of the blender, you put the ice in and then it shaves the ice Oh. Into the drink and makes the perfect consistency of your mixed drink. Yeah, we were making margaritas, and then we were like, let's fucking try a pina colada. That's what Sarah (laughs) likes. We were crushing some pina coladas, and then it was like, let's do some frosés. Dude, this thing is so good, by the way. All, you all, made Froze. Eh? I made Froze. And for everyone out there, the Margarita Blender, you just put a bunch of alcohol out and you say, you have a party. I mean, we don't have no one's coming over, but if you when we can party again. You just put a bunch of alcohol out and you say, you know what? Get in there, little chemist, little scientist. Make some shit. Cause you know what? Always good. You just throw a bunch of shit in there. <laughs> Waste it away again in margarita. <laughs>
0: So it's like a B-Y-O-M, build your own Marg station.
1: Love it. I love what you just did there.
0: Thank you. You know what the drink of my summer is? What? My bell's in the other room, so give me a ding. Okay. A watermelon margarita. Oh, yeah. So bomb, so easy to make. Four ingredients. Yep. Tequila, mm-hmm. triple sec, yep. watermelon yep. juice, and lime, lime juice. juice. Yep. Bomb.
1: Did you know what I also like? I also like a cranberry Marg, bro. Because I've tried that one. Try it because my my big problem with margaritas is it's too much citrus and it gives you that that you know that mm-hmm. in the in the corner of your jaw you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you take a little bit of the citrus out and then you like what you're doing with margar with with watermelon you replace with cranberry. Dude. Okay, I'm here for uh, it. My-
0: my other my other top fave marg is a raspberry marg because oh. it's a little more tart than sweet. It's real nice. Alright. Yeah.
1: Some people claim that there's a blame. I know. You know, this might surprise a lot of you out there, but I fucking love Jimmy Buffett really (laughs) i love jimmy buffett and i'm not ashamed of it dude that guy's awesome also if you listen to like a lot of his old shit dude he was just he used to just be a weed smuggler down in like florida and stuff like his stories are crazy but also he's built this brand on just living on the beach that's his whole brand is i'm a beach guy Mm -hmm. Like Kenny Chesney is trying to kind of rip it off, you know, Mm -hmm. Jimmy Buffett really manifested the greatest thing ever. My whole thing is I live on the beach, no shoes, I drink margaritas, I enjoy hamburgers. He's got a song about cheeseburgers, bro. You gotta love it. And
0: it's real popular.
1: It's an amazing song. Has your dad ever played with Jimmy Buffett?
0: That's a good question. Probably. I I bet he has. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm here for Jimmy Buffett. Okay. You can roast me for all you want. Cause that's like such a dad thing, but fucking Jimmy Buffett is oh, dope. I'm down. Okay, Brandy. I mean, let's be fair. Especially with the currency of the world, everyone's trying to save a little bit of money.
0: I'm definitely trying to save some money.
1: Right? And if you're yeah. still using one of the big wireless providers this year, have you asked yourself, what are you paying for, bro? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know... You'll pay.
0: Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online, as it should be. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead and then passes those savings directly to you. Big phone companies are going down. Like, this is the way to go. And Mint Mobile makes it so easy to cut down on your wireless bill. Like well said, we're all trying to save money, and this is such a great, easy way to do it because who goes to the store anyway?
1: Here's what's crazy. Mint Mobile will cut your wireless bill down to 15 bucks a month. That's less than probably what you spend at Starbucks each week.
0: That's less than I spend at Starbucks each day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Every plan comes with Unlimited Nation talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between plans of three, eight or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data and use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts.
0: So I know like Rai is delayed on getting here, right? Like it's a tragic thing, but I am all ready for his arrival because I actually have him all set up with Mint Mobile. I just used one of my older iPhones, hopefully he doesn't mind, and literally just popped a SIM card in for Mint Mobile and like he's gonna be ready to rock and roll when he gets here with the new phone.
1: So here's the deal, get your new wireless, plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free go to mintmobile.com slash yft
0: that's mintmobile.com slash yft to cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash yft
1: some money did you find a review
0: oh fuck i forgot about that your
1: one homework assignment you failed
0: i need reminders on homework assignments
1: (laughs) you got any musics
0: let me, uh, I feel like I could find
1: a review quickly. No, no, that's not how this works. You got to come no? with the heat. You got to come with the heavy heat, Bran.
0: You listen to my mom and I's podcast?
1: No. Is it out? Is it available?
0: Yes, it's out and available. Or where have you been?
1: Is it any good?
0: Well, if you have listened to it, you would know.
1: All right, I'm going to listen to it. Is it good? Are
0: you? Because I don't watch your show, so I Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what, Wells? I would love. To get your opinion on our show if you
1: wanted to give it a listen. All right. I'll give it, I'll give it a little listen. Is it getting also, a ding?
0: If you could give us a five-star rating and a great review, that would be awesome.
1: All right, all right, all right. I mean, what are the peeps <laughs> what are the peeps saying?
0: The peeps love it so far. Mm-hmm. But also the peeps that are listening are like probably like our most diehard fans that are the ones listening to episode one. But they love us, and you know what? We love them. Mm-hmm. Uh but my favorite part, give me a ding. My favorite part of Sorry We're Stoned is when my mom is so high that she's answering a question and, like, ten words in goes, Wait, I forgot the question. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite.
1: Did you have a guest on the first episode?
0: No, we're not doing guests yet. We're just, like, trying to get the lay of the land, get a format going. Um, But we we really like the idea of eventually having other mother-daughter duos be guests on the show.
1: I like that. I like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. I'm going to give it a listen.
0: Give it a listen. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sure you do. My mom and I have a podcast called Sorry We're Stoned, and it's on Apple and Spotify and all the things, and it comes out on Thursdays.
1: Oh, nice. Okay. Do you know Cordova Street? Uh Uh-huh. He's a Nashville guy. Did you know him, like, way back in the day?
0: Yes, I'm really good friends with his brother Nash, who's in a band called Hot Shell Ray with one of my best friends, Ryan. Yeah. So I've actually known all of them since—I mean, I w- I've gone to school with them since, like, elementary school, but um, I started hanging out with Cordmore, I guess, when I moved to L.A. Why you like you liking his music?
1: Speaking of other people's podcasts, on my podcast, I have him on. It's not coming out for a couple of weeks, but— I have him as a guest coming up, so I was doing some research into his stuff. I've known Cord for a couple years now because he's friends with Sarah from the Glee days. I was doing some research and seeing what he was doing, and he's got a new single out that I really like.
0: Yeah, his music's good.
1: Really good. But anyways, the new song is called What You Need. It's a little Bonnie Vare. Ooh. And, I mean, you know how I feel about Justin Vernon, right? Mm-hmm. Pills to help anxiety I would take the mess you leave. If I could give you what you need A temporary fix for the storm at the end of the night Call a name, but it sounds like you're the light really care, I in the waves that you caused. How good is that?
0: I love his voice.
1: Dude, it's the best. In the interview, when I was talking to him, I was like, man, I love that you did this, you know, this kind of like auto-tune Bonnie Vare thing at the beginning. And my big complaint with Bonnie Vare is it, he just does that Too much, where I'm like, I know Justin Vernon's a good singer. I want to hear your voice sometimes. And that's what I loved about that that song in particular is it starts like that, and then he goes into, like, his, like, folky, great, normal-sounding voice. And it's like, this is what I've always wanted from Bonnie Vare, you know? Totally. I really like that.
0: So Diplo put out an uh, an album called Snake Oil. Mm Mm-hmm. Love Diplo just in general. Honestly, the whole thing's good. There's a couple songs in there that he's already released that I love. One of them being Heartless. I think we've played that on here before. Yeah. It features Julia Michaels and Morgan More Wallen. Wallen. Little Noe has a song on the album with Diplo. It's called On Mine. Can we give it a play? Yeah.
1: Let's... By the way, Brandy only promotes Noah's music at this point.
0: I'm her biggest fan. I'll fight Miley for that title. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Keep that way. Maybe you'll be an say Oh, can you see the potential? Can you see it?
0: I love hearing Noe do something a little more upbeat.
1: Yeah. I was just gonna say that like that you know? that song wasn't like a suicide packed song or something, you know,
0: <laughs> I know, <laughs> because she's such a powerful voice that like in a in a more upbeat song, like her voice just slays like it's so good. Also, Diplo, he's it's so funny because like, you know, he's known as like a DJ, mm-hmm. you know, he does these DJ sets and whatnot. But he is just really a phenomenal pop music producer.
1: Yeah. Well, you don't get to have Orville Peck or Morgan Wallen or Jonas Brothers, you know, or your sister, Julia Michaels, Zach Brown. You don't get to have all these people on your shit if you're not real good, you know. All right. I got one more for you. All right. Have you heard of a band called Hollow Coves? No. Okay. So this came up on my Discover or whatever. And I was like, oh, uh, Head in the Heart have a new song. And then I was like, oh, this isn't this isn't Head in the Heart. And I like it a lot. I'm moving far away (laughs) To a sunny place (laughs) Where it's just you and me (laughs) Feels like we're in a dream You know Summer air by the seaside. The way it so long.
0: The fire burns in the night
1: sky. This life will keep us young, yeah. Keep us young. And it's Hollow Coves, and that's a song called Coastline.
0: It's a very well sounding song.
1: I know. And then what was it? I put this into the playlist. Let's just see what this is real quick. My baby's a silver captain at sea We don't give a damn, we do as we please My baby's a silver captain at sea My gal is a good one, tells me she's my This shot's looking, baby, on mine My gal is a good one, tells me she's mine like Wait, I really like that. It's just, You know, it's so funny. Like I'll come across stuff and I'll put it in these playlists and then I forget that I put it in I have no idea when I heard this, but that's Rainbow Kitten Surprise. All of that <laughs> and more. What a lot of happy songs Very. And we know we need that shit right now. We need some happy yeah. songs right now. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else?
0: that's all for today i'm gonna go back to my depression zone i guess
1: i'm gonna go on drive
0: (laughs) you should honestly
1: yeah i'm gonna go maybe i'll drive out to like malibu or something
0: yeah you know yeah totally that's what i would do
1: go see the sights and the sounds
0: go drive through topanga canyon
1: yeah i do love i love i love laurel i love cold water i love that i don't know why I think it's because when I have to make that means I have to go, go into Hollywood, which means I have to go to work, which I like to go do, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. All right. Well, I miss you. I love ya. Thank you. Love you. Everyone out there, be strong, I guess. Yeah. I know there's a lot of pain and hurt out there, and I don't have any of the answers, but hopefully this show at least lets you take a sojourn from this fucking terrifying nature of the world that we live in.
0: Yeah, for real. That's what we're hoping.
1: All right, well, hopefully I get to see you soon.
0: I hope so. Love you, Wells. See you guys next week. Don't forget to listen to Sorry, We're Stoned.
1: Yes, but also make sure you continue listening to this podcast.
0: <laughs> I know, like if I Wells is probably like, God, I wish she'd plug our shows. Why is she plugging this up? Yeah.
1: On. Right. Yeah. All right, later, dude.
0: Bye, y'all. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.